Welcome back to another episode of the Carter Cast. I'm your host, Carter Bond. Connor Sparrow here, Dylan Wilkerson here. As always, we're doing football. We're back with a preview. Uh, if you didn't listen to our Sunday recap, I would say go check it out, but eh, it's kind of timely. We're here now. You're listening now. <laughs> Before we get into this, guys, hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Going up on the subscriber, so make sure to hit that button. Uh, we're back. Uh, we need to do, look, we got to do housekeeping items. Every, start the show every time. Dylan, uh, Kentucky. Kentucky's, you know, they covered. Vanderbilt choked. Nothing short of a choke there. Uh, how was uh, running two miles at 5 a.m. every day? The energy seems low from the, from, uh, the Wilkerson camp. It's low. I took my first nap in four years, probably yesterday. Oh man. Uh, um, I'm just really out of shape. I, I thought that I could do it in 20 minutes, you know, 25 minutes have yet to break 25. And I, that just makes me feel awful about myself. Cause I remember the days when I could do, you know, anywhere from eight to 10 minutes and that it's just all around bad. The one pro there is one pro getting up early gives me more time to do things in the morning before like the day actually starts. So I go do the two miles, I get up, I shower, and then I'm like, Whoa, what do I do? If I want to like scroll TikTok, I can scroll TikTok. I watched, uh, I watched spiral the, the newest saw movie that came out a couple years ago this morning. Like it's just, there's a pro to that, but I do want to real quick about the punishments. I mentioned this in our, our chat. I do find it very funny that all of our punishments are like making us better people. Like we talked about learning a language or doing Duolingo exercises or like running two miles every morning. That's like we're being punished by be- making ourselves do things that make us better people. Yeah, we might have to we might have to change that. Maybe we do something that makes us worse people. Oh goodness, sneaky, what's that? Sneaky underrated theme on the, football. Yeah, sneaky underrated theme on the Carter cast. We might not be the best people. We're trying to do these things to better ourselves. <laughs> we consider them punishments. I mean, come on, we should we should be running every day, guys. Yeah, no, Dylan, real quick, is this going to continue after the punishment is over on Friday? Mm, so I've thought about it. I don't know if I don't know if the running will, but maybe getting up a little bit earlier. It's it's nice getting up and like having the time, and you don't rush into your morning. Make yourself a nice cup of iced coffee. So I might start get start getting up earlier, but I definitely won't be running two miles every morning. <laughs> That's fair. it's like Dylan the pro. The problem is I thought that it was going to be cool outside. Like, you know, 4.45 a.m., it's probably a little chilly. It's still like 65 degrees, which is not ch- chilly by any means. So when you start running and you're like, you start sweating, I'm like, okay, I'm over this. I noticed the first video you sent us, you had a sweatshirt on, and then all of a sudden the update video, oh. like a mile in, it was off. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's probably steaming outside. It was bad. bad. And then where I'm running, I don't want to go like – to the local park because there's no lights. Like I don't want to run on that trail. So who knows if there's homeless people there. So I'm running in our plat, but the plat's not flat. So there's hit like, oh, that's there's, brutal. Yeah. So it's like, I, I got to find the flattest spot. And I'm literally just, if you could see me in the morning, I'm just maybe a strip that's uh, less than a quarter mile long, maybe two tenths, one fifth of a mile long. I'm just going back and forth, back and forth. Cause it's the <laughs> flattest spot. These people probably think I'm crazy. That asphalt's unforgiving, too. I'm really glad I got some new Hoka's because I don't know what shoes. I've been running in my Crocs. Sport mode. <laughs> we, uh, we'll we have another punishment this week, though. Dylan Dylan is excluded from the punishment this week, though. I think we have to have a little bit of mercy because... Uh, and you were in and, and, and your defense, too, you were a little bit forced into that one. You got peer pressured in. 
Yeah, well, I was texting you, and I said, oh, what, we, what are we doing about the, the bet? Is it like, does it just come up naturally, or is there like a pick already in place? And you're like, oh, it'll just come up naturally. And then we, we're recording the episode, and you're like, all right, got to find a punishment bet. Dylan, what do you like? <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to bet. I was going to go to the opposite side of you, and I was like, uh, I was – I was very, very close to doing. I was like, ah, oh, you know, maybe, maybe San Diego State plus seven. Like, maybe I, because you were on Boise. And I was like, ah, uh, nah, I'll stay away. Should have just done that one. I should have just done it. I, but, Boy, oh, well, yeah. it'll be between Connor and I this week, and it'll come up naturally when we talk about college football or the NFL. Yep, yep. I saw the opportunity last week, Dylan. I knew you loved Vandy preseason and you hated my Kentucky pick. So I was like, you know what? I know for a fact it's on this game. And it worked out in my favor. Might have been the wrong side. We don't have to talk about that. Yeah, well, that's the last thing I'm going to say. Vandy was definitely the right side. You can argue with the wall if you think otherwise. But that, that's all I got to say on that subject. I would I would never bet on a team that has their stadium under construction midseason. That's so unprofessional. Come on, big blue nation. <laughs> I, have, I have no defense for that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, NFL week four. Um, oh, and then before, I know we're doing a lot of housekeeping right now. First 10 minutes of the show. Uh I think we need to give ourselves a pat on the back and make us feel like good people because we're not taking credit for the parlay caching. Mm-mm. Nope. So we're if, honorable. If, we're honorable men. If you're listening to the show, you probably heard us say Packers minus two and then the other two picks, Bills minus six, and then the over in the Jags Texans game. Well, Packers only won by one, but by the time the episode posted, it was plus one. Money line was plus odds or even odds. So therefore, yeah, we we could have counted it. We could have counted it, but we're not. That's what we said. That's what the graphics said. We're not counting it. We're going 0-3, even though a couple of us cast the parlay on here, you know, actually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Packers money line was in the parlay. Always buy the half point. Always take the minus 120 in the parlay like that. It's, it's, more times than not, it's going to work out in your favor. Hey, don't talk about taking minus 120 with Tim on Twitter. Uh, anyway, oh, yeah, um, Timbo Slice. <laughs> uh, all right, let's uh, let's do NFL NFL week four biggest game of the week easily. I, I just, how is this not a primetime game? Like this is the game of the week. I understand before the season it was, Oh, chiefs jets is going to be awesome. Sunday night football, Aaron Rodgers. I understand that. But like, how is this not like if you're ESPN, how are you not begging for this game? It's dolphins at bills. Uh, line is bills minus three right now over under 54. I'll let you start Dylan. Yeah. A couple things here. I mentioned it on our last show, the the review show, a recap show. I have the Bills as the best team in football, and obviously they lost to the Jets week one. Crazy game. A lot was happening. Um, but the Bills have quietly blown out their last two opponents, uh, like just in a Sunday 1 o'clock game. So uh, I love the Bills here. The Dolphins coming off of a 70-point game, obviously impressive. Their offense is, I would say, the best in the NFL right now. Uh, but the Bills' defense is something else, and they're not going to be able to score like that on the Bills. So I love the Bills here. I got them at two and a half. I still like them at three. Um, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of taking divisional favorites, especially home favorites. But Josh Allen, I've said it before, Josh Allen's kind of giving me Kirk Cousins' primetime vibes. As long as he's playing, you know, it's not primetime, then maybe Josh Allen's is okay with the turnover. So uh, I'm going Bills here. I love the Bills. Uh, still think the Dolphins are good. But the Bills are pretty solid all around where the Dolphins just aren't. I'm with you here, Dylan. Uh, bounce off that. If you look at the Bills, you know, I know they played the Commanders and the Raiders, two very, you could say mediocre to bad teams. They held Washington to three. They held Vegas to 10. 
Yeah, Dylan, Vegas is mediocre. Held Vegas to 10. Very convincing fashion. I don't know if the Dolphins are going to be able to just run and go with the Bills. They're not going to be able to have whatever they want to. We're not going to see 70 points this week. And if you look at the Dolphins, they let up 34 to the Chargers week one. Like, their defense is prone to giving up big plays. They played Denver and New England, two very slow-paced offenses. Not something I'm confident in. The Bills have the firepower to compete, and especially on their home turf. I love them at two and a half. I think they could win by a touchdown, and then people start overreacting, saying, oh, Josh Allen's back. I think the Dolphins will be fine. But for this game, I love the Bills at two and a half. I think this may be a wake-up call for Miami. Man, I don't know, because the Bills really haven't played a good team. <sighs> yeah, you're right. But they have looked so good, and like they've won in convincing fashion. They haven't played down to their opponent. That kind of tells me. I mean, the me, Jets. They played but, down to the Jets. They lost. But... But that was a weird Aaron Rodgers got hurt, you know, Monday night game. That was 9-11, ran out with the flag. Emotions were everywhere. The punt return. I mean, it was just so many variables there. And like Dylan said, they've won in convincing fashion the last two weeks, especially the but Raiders. Play, the Raiders are they, a decent team. No, the Raiders are – the Raiders are – you just well, said they were mediocre. They're decent. They're you decent. just said yeah, they were – no, decent and mediocre – no, 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 no. Decent and mediocre are not the same thing. I yeah, guarantee if you look up decent. The Charlotte Hornets are not a decent team. They are a mediocre team. If you look up decent and mediocre, no. I bet they're synonyms. Get Someone get at the source. Someone get at the source. That, those are the same. Those mean the same thing. What are you talking about? No, they are not. Mediocre is average. Decent is above average. No. No, I see. I wouldn't agree with that. I'd say decent what? is average. Yeah. I'm looking at decent. Yeah. It says satisfactory, reasonable, fair, acceptable, adequate, sufficient, good enough. So decent is like the positive of average, then. I would put and then mediocre is the negative yeah. of average. Okay, that's fair. No, I, that's uh, fair. Yeah. Okay. All right. Because yeah. nobody, uses medi- nobody uses mediocre in a positive tone, but people use decent in a positive tone. Okay, I'm, I can get behind that. Okay, but with the Bills, the Commanders were terrible. Yes, they beat them in convincing fashion. Yes, they won an NFL game by a thousand points. Whatever, they dominated them. It was another professional football team, but. The Dolphins did the same thing last week. I well, I think you can make the argument that the Dolphins haven't really played anybody. Like I don't think the Chargers are that good. The Pats, eh, divisional, divisional, and then I think the Chargers Broncos are pretty are good. All, no, Chargers. Well, they they gave up thirty four to them. They gave up thirty four points to them. So I'll rest my case. Like the Bills' offense is just as good as the Chargers' offense. But is the Bills' offense as good as the Dolphins' offense? No, no, no. I'll answer that. No. No, but with all this being said, Bills. I like Bills minus two and a half. Uh, I had to play <laughs> devil's advocate there because I love the Bills because their defense is better. The defense is going to win this game. Home field advantage. I know you don't like taking uh, home divisional uh, team, home divisional favorites, Dylan, but I think the Bills here, I think this is a wake-up call like Connor said. I'm on the Bills. I know we go chalk all the time. Uh, we all agree a lot on similar games, but I think Josh Allen, I think the run game, He's going to run in a touchdown. I like that a lot as a separate yep. bet from this. But uh, Josh Allen to run in a touchdown. It's going to be a fun game regardless. I see this like 27-24 final Bills win. I think that's fair. I, I'll i be honest. I don't know if this is the the square side. I, I think that a lot of people bet the Dolphins. Getting points after scoring 70. They're kind of the fun team. I don't know for sure, but I could, ima- I could see people I going – Two is the favorite for MVP right now. The Dolphins Super Bowl has been just bent yep. to death right now. I think they are the yep. square team. I think, or it just might be 50-50, actually. I think That's this true. is the perfect yeah. time. I think it's the perfect time to fade the Dolphins, though. The hype's at an all-time high right now, 70 points. Everybody was scoring touchdowns. 
everybody's going to see that plus sign on the money line or tease it down to like a touchdown or something like that. This is the perfect time to fade him. I'm telling you right now. People forget about how good the Bills are. They've had some rough patches. Josh Allen's been up and down the last however many games he's played going back to last year. He looks kind of back right now, so I like the Bills, even though we're all chalk. You know what? And we're profitable. So that's okay that we they were on the same side. That's okay. Only only if someone had like a sweet bet like Josh Al- Josh Oliver anytime touchdown. Like, wouldn't that be cool? <sighs> that would be. That's a that from what I understand, that's only the top tier guys that come up with that stuff. That's the <laughs> that's the stuff you normally have to pay for. Yeah, yeah that's kind of yeah, that's kind of odds. T- that's a monthly fee. Yeah, you typically yeah. have to pay for you typically have to pay for Mormon moneyline parlays, but you know that's that's just me. I don't know. Uh, anyhow, let's move on. Ravens at Browns. Uh, Browns minus three in a divisional game against the Ravens. This is like a first time in like a decade. The Browns are favored <laughs> against the Ravens. Uh, with that being said, give me the Ravens plus three. I think the Ravens win this game mm. outright. I agree, Dylan. I don't know if you want to touch on this. I can go first. I like the Ravens here, especially getting three. I'm, I'm going to bet them at plus three. I also like them with the money line. Like the Browns defense has been so good this year, but I just don't trust that offense. Deshaun Watson showed some flashes, but the Browns defense, they beat up on the Titans, lost to the Steelers, and they were good against the Bengals. That was week one, Burrow injury, weather-related game right there. It was pouring rain. I like the Ravens here. Even with all those guys injured, I like the Ravens. Dylan? I'm with you guys. I, I like the Ravens in this position. Uh, this game is going to be taking place on the ground. Both teams love to run the ball, and they can't really pass it very well. Uh, I'm also going to be on the under, obviously a divisional game, but like I said, when the game is is on the ground, the clock keeps ticking. There's not those explosive plays usually. Uh, pro football reference. So I haven't watched much of the Browns this year. Browns have had nine fumbles. Is that true? It is that not fumbles right? lost, get... just just fumbles in general, right? Yeah, that must be. It didn't say fumbles lost, but uh, Ravens converting on third down. I think the second highest, uh, over fifty percent. That's always a good stat if you want to back a team away divisional dog. Yeah, I like the Ravens here. I I think that the Browns are they caught uh, a sleeping sleepy Cincinnati team, sleepy Joe. Some would say maybe because you know he didn't play yep. in the preseason. I agree. Um, Titans are bad. I mean, yeah, I, I like the Ravens here. Ravens in the under. Oh, the under. Okay. I like I like the under too, Carter. Carter, I texted you before the podcast. I love the under here. This is going to be ground and pound rock fight. It might be like yeah. ten to nine or something like that. This game does. This game does feel a little sixteen thirteen y. Yeah, it does. This game might not and get to forty points. Both teams love to blitz, and they have two quarterbacks that aren't afraid to run the ball. So it's. Yeah, even if it's not designed runs, I still think that there's going to be a lot of running this game from the quarterbacks when they're pressured outside the pocket. Are you saying these quarterbacks can't throw and they can only run? I'm saying, yeah, yeah, they're running backs. (laughs) Are you saying that Lamar Jackson did not deserve his contract? Go ahead, put that as the clickbait title, Carter. They're both overpaid running backs. Oh my gosh. Sound off in the comments. (laughs) What do you think? This will get left in the full episode. Uh, this is not going on TikTok. <laughs> Does this uh, dude watch football? <laughs> who, he must love Sean Hannity. Um, anyhow. <laughs> Anybody could buy a microphone. <laughs> uh, Ravens, Ravens plus three. There, I don't think there's much to it. I just don't think this Browns offense is explosive enough. I mean, when you're playing against a pass defense like the Titans, like you should be able to throw all over them. And they proved they couldn't. 
And the mm. offensive line has been disappointing for the Browns. It's just their defense has been so good. They might have the best defense in football right now. I mean, it has been elite. Maybe the Bills. Bills' defense has been out of insane too. But the the Browns' defense is that a is that a product of the teams that they've played? So who? Well, they've had exactly. the Bengals. They've had the Titans. And who's the other one? Uh, Pittsburgh. They lost. Yeah, they lost to Pittsburgh. Yeah, but the thing and is, Pittsburgh. 14 of Pittsburgh's 26 points in that game were from pick sixes, fumble recovery, like scooping scores. Right. Yeah. They had two defensive touchdowns. Yeah. So I, I think I think Lamar might have a big day too. This is going to be like one of those games where he's constantly pressured, flushed out of the pocket. He might have 150 rush yards. All right. Oh, wow. All right. Well, once again, chalk. Get the chalkboard out. Uh, you guys want to go across the pond? Shall we? London. All right. Woody and the fellas are going to be in London. Toy Story. Uh, <laughs> the Toy Story cast. Uh, Falcons, Jags, Jags minus three. The over under is 43 and a half. I mean, I'll start off. It's, I know we, we get a lot of these three point lines. I feel like we're all going to be on the same side here. Jags all the way, baby. Jags, Jags, Jags. This is a home game for the Jags. There are a lot of Jags <laughs> fans in London. Uh, they're going to be there for two weeks. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, like. This Falcons team got exposed. They really got exposed this past week against the Lions. The Lions don't have a great defense, and it exposed everything about Desmond Ritter. Yeah, I was low on Desmond Ritter in the preseason, Carter, for our previews. I compared him. I was like, how can you not have as many question marks about him as Bryce Young? Bryce Young hasn't been great so far this year. doesn't take away from the fact that Desmond Ritter is nothing special so far. They're 2-1. and one. That's not in large part due to him. When they really get the run game stopped, you can't trust him to throw the ball to win you a game. So I like the Jags here too, and trust tree time real quick. If you're if you're an England native or a London resident, you, did you kind of get forced into liking the Jaguars? Did the NFL kind of say, you know what, we need more fans of this franchise? They're in Florida. There's another team there in Miami. You guys got to like the Jaguars. How do you feel about that? I don't know if I'd love that. I love it. What do you mean they're a playoff team? They get to watch a playoff <laughs> team. They get to watch a a solid team, a team that's probably going to win their division and be in the playoffs. It's a good thing. They plant the seeds to relocate. What's going on here? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm with you guys. I love the Jags. It, London is pretty much Jacksonville 2.0. Uh, shout out Toy Story cast. Fun fact: My mom and I's dance at our at Abby and I's wedding. You've got a friend in me. Shout out Randy Newman. So, oh wow, the toy the Toy Story cast is going to hit home. But I. I do love the Jags. Shout out Nick Giffen at Action Network. He does his luck ratings, and Jacksonville's literally. I think. I think they're the second unluckiest team. Uh, and when so many, so many drop passes, tip drill interceptions. Yeah, and that's you just can't expect those things to go on forever. And like you said, Atlanta only scored six against a, a historically bad Lions defense, and Houston may have lost to Jacksonville by a pretty big margin. But if you look at the stats, uh, Jacksonville outplayed them more yards gained, more first downs. It's just a couple turnovers here and there and and some bad field position. So I'm all over the Jacks here. Love them. Minus and that's three. a that's a classic AFC South game where just they come in, they play down to their competition, and they just didn't wake up for the game. Bounce back here in London. They beat the Falcons, win by 10-plus. I might take an alternate spread in this game. I love the Jags every which way. Uh, may or may not be my favorite pick of the week. Well, it doesn't help, Carter. They played an all future All Pro quarterback in CJ Stroud last week, so coming off a, a brutal test yeah. like that. Hey, the, the <laughs> CJ Stroud hype is getting uncomfortably, uncomfortably big. Panthers fans are starting to talk, and I don't like what I'm hearing. 
Bryce Young, Bryce Young is going to be fine. Panther I fans, agree. Calm down. Bryce I Young agree. is going to be fine. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. It's we've seen him. We've seen what seven quarters of him. Just calm down. Calm down. He's going to dominate the Vikings, but we don't get to talk. We don't get to talk about the poopiest games of the week. We don't get to talk about Broncos Bears. We don't get to talk about Panthers Vikings. Instead, Raiders Chargers. Mm. Chargers minus five and a half over under is gotta be 48 let's go 48 and a half uh chargers minus five and a half dylan uh someone who loves the raiders says they are not mediocre they are a good team apparently talk to me yep uh future afc west champions i have the raiders as a favorite in this game I have them as a favorite. Uh, even if Jimmy G doesn't play, it's not going to matter. This game's about Josh Jacobs and pretty much only Josh Jacobs. Maybe the defense. Chargers let the Vikings run for 100-plus yards last week. I'm pretty sure the Vikings have had a game this year where they had negative rushing yards. So whenever you let a team like that run for 100-plus r- yards, it's just it's going to keep happening. It's almost like Houston Texans level right now. Um, I expect Josh Jacobs to have a big game. I said it on the the recap show. Keep keep an eye out for Josh Jacobs' rushing yards. Go over up to triple digits probably. He's going to have a game. Uh, Mike Williams, obviously out. Stinks for my fantasy team because I had him. Uh, but the Chargers' weapons are slowly dwindling. And I was not very high on this team in the first place. Divisional dog, five and a half points. I like the Raiders' cover. I like them to win the game. I think they beat the Chargers. That, keep in mind, Chargers had no business beating the Vikings. Carter, you want to bounce off that? I mean, they won though. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will say, I, I will say, Brandon Staley tried to hand him that game. I don't know what kind of decision that was to go for it in your own territory like that. I mean, I know the Vikings offense is good, and Kirk Cousins was kind of dialing it up a little bit, but to go the length of the field with that little time left, you got to take your chances there. You got to trust your defense. Um, I don't know about this game. I think this is going to be a complete stay away for me. Uh, five and a half is like right in that weird zone to where it's like, it's not six, not seven, not a full touchdown. Don't love that. I can't trust the chargers as this big of a favorite, but I also can't trust Vegas when they might not have their starting quarterback. I know you said it's all about Josh Jacobs. That's they're still gonna have to throw the ball a little bit. So I don't know. The Josh Jacobs thing is where I wouldn't even take anything straight up in this. I would just take, I would just take Josh Drake Jacobs props every which way touchdown rush yards, whatever you can get on him. Just hammer Josh Jacobs props because he is going to run all over this chargers defense. Like every running back does against them. Yeah. Problem there. Carter, let me play devil's advocate injured gets injured. Say in the first quarter, I think any other running back can step in and still run all over that team, but you're screwed on your Josh Jacobs. I don't. Th- I honestly don't think you can when it's Aiden O'Connell or Brian Hoyer starting. Well, what does that have to do with the run? Because you're bringing in a worse running back while you also have a depleted quarterback. If the quarter, if the quarterback can do this. That's all. That's all that matters yeah, when but, you're talking about. But the, the thing back. is, if the quarterback, yeah, but that's what I'm saying though. An elite running back like Josh Jacobs can make up for that, you know, downgraded quarterback. But a worse version of Josh Jacobs, a second stringer going in with a second string quarterback, eliminates that because the Chargers know exactly what's going to happen. And what's going to happen? They're going to try and stop the run. Okay, but they're going to load the box. Well, then you throw a quick what? slant to Devontae Adams and call it a day. Yeah. But 
<laughs> based on that logic, they you just reverse it and say it for the running back. Oh, well, j- the star running back is out. They're just going to throw the ball. But the, the that, but you're playing with a bad quarterback. But you're playing with a bad running back. I'm, no, he, he deserves, deserves, his, he deserves his guaranteed money. Come on, guys. Unreal. We're going to go back and forth. You're saying that the Chargers yeah, will sell I feel, to, I feel, to the run. I'm, I'm starting to think this is pointless. It is. <laughs> but yeah, it, it is because we're just gonna keep going in circles. Because the thing is, I'm gonna end up on the Raiders, and I'm gonna we're both gonna end up on Josh Jacobs' props. So we're yeah, just running circles. Matter. Yeah, we're just taking different paths to end up at the same spot. Uh, all right, um, I'm not gonna take anything straight up. Josh Jacobs' props. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> let's we're gonna skip Titans Bengals. How about that? We're gonna skip Titans Bengals. I think we got to talk about Sunday Night Football, Chiefs Jets. Uh, last I saw, it was Chiefs minus nine and a half over under forty two. That low? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 42, Chiefs 9.5 in New York at MetLife. Uh, I'll let you start, Connor. Uh, This is a low total. I don't think we've ever seen a Chiefs total this low ever. No, this is super low. It's for a good reason, though. When this line first opened, it was 45.5, and I instantly instantly put some money on it. Uh, It's now dropped, like I said, 41.5 on some books. It's this low for a reason. The Chiefs may be able to put up four or five touchdowns, but what are the Jets going to do? They're going to put up more than 10 points. I don't think you can trust that. Unless they start Trevor Simeon, then I would feel a little bit better about the over. The main point I want to hit on in this game, if you're Travis Kelsey, do you tell Taylor Swift maybe to take a night off, stay at home, don't come to the game because she sees number two in that four-screen Jets uniform. She might be <laughs> like, wow, he's kind of a stud. He went to BYU. He's Mormon. Okay. It's a total package. It might be a little bit of a threat there. So if you're Travis Kelsey – yeah, maybe tell Taylor Swift to uh, hey stay home for this one. Don't 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 put your eyes on the other team on the other side of the line of scrimmage. Yeah, you can't you can't see Zach Wilson dice him up. You can't see that. Yeah, Zach Wilson might know Taylor Swift's there, and then then I'm taking every Zach Wilson prop on the book. This is the week of the more the anytime touchdown parlay. We it do might Zach be. Wilson, Taysom Hill. If Taylor Swift is in that press box at MetLife Stadium, I'm hammering Zach Wilson anytime touchdown. I'm hammering his over 200 passing yards. We're going in. We're going all in. Dylan, I I think conversely, Travis would be the guy to be like, hey Taylor, why don't you come? Why don't you come this week and when we play all the bad teams? So she's there against the Bears, coming against the Jets. Make sure she's at both Broncos games. Make sure she's at both Chargers games. Travis seems like the guy that would do that. Like, hey, we're gonna blow these people out. Why don't you, you know, make your way down the stadium? It's gonna be fun. We'll be up by thirty. I'll wave to you from the sideline. Don't have to focus <laughs> on the game at all. Yeah, you know, it's the perfect, it's the perfect storm. <laughs> yeah, I um, think. So- Jets money line. I think that's the story. Of this. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Grant. I have uh, I have nothing on this game. I will never bet the Chiefs as that big of a favorite, and I hate the Jets. So uh, I, I'll be watching. I'm sure I'll be on some player prop or some boosted promo, uh, but yep. nothing, nothing that I'm. Yeah, yeah, some something risk free, um, but no, no legit play here. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't have anything on this one. I you think the Chiefs are going to win? You never want to take the Chiefs more than when when they're over like a four and a half point favorite. Stay away. Get away from Kansas City. Uh, it's just all going to be Taylor Swift stuff. So I mean, NBC is just salivating. You know their graphics department right now is just sitting there like, <laughs> hey, you got to get every Taylor Swift graphic like ready to roll. They're probably working twenty four hours a day. Every potential song lyric, get it written down, get it on a graphic. We're airing it because we got to be prepared. What, should we uh, do picks and parlays? Oh, NFL? I think we should. I think we should. 
Uh, real quick, uh, just throwing it out there, uh, Panthers-Vikings game, Adam Thielen revenge game, so take some Adam, Adam Thielen props, anytime touchdown. And uh, Hayden Hurst, uh, Vikings love to give up tight end, uh, tight end touchdowns. Hayden Hurst, anytime touchdown. If Bryce Young plays, which he is on track to especially, Hurst should have a bounce back game. I like that. Yeah, if Andy Dalton's well. playing, then chill dog chill on it. He does not look for Hayden Hurst whatsoever. Yep. Uh, while we're talking about the game real quick, fun fact, Kirk Cousins leading the league in passing yards, but yet we still had a conversation prior to this year that he was not a top 10 quarterback. There were people that tried to make that argument. Mm-hmm. Not going to say who. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe maybe it's just good stats, bad team guy. Maybe it's like, oh, when you're on the Charlotte Hornets averaging 20 a game, like, does that mean anything? There's only one quarterback. Who else is going to get the passing yards? No, but I'm points- saying is... I'm saying is he's putting up useless passing yards that don't matter because it's not winning passing yards. A lot of those did come in garbage times against soft coverage. When? Uh, not the Chargers. The Eagles, for sure. Eagles, for sure. Two okay. of those drives right. were complete garbage yards. Okay. But it's only been three games, and that's enough right there to boost him over to the passing yards number. But, but, but I will say, Kirk has impressed me, even though they, the Vikings are zero and three. Those last couple drives against the Chargers, he was dialing it up. He was he was making some throws in some tight windows. I will say, I, I enjoyed watching that. And we'll the interception, fight. not his fault, not his fault. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're still zero and three. Yeah, that sucks. He won't he won't be there after this year <laughs> at the latest. Yeah, yeah that's, no, that's true. Yeah, he you know fly Jets fly. That's what they say. Uh, anyhow, um, let's do parlay picks, and then uh, we'll move on to college football. Uh, I'll start off with my pick. I already talked about it. Favorite pick of the week is Jags minus three. I love the Jags. I hate the Falcons. I think the Falcons are a really bad football team. I think the Falcons are also misusing their running backs in a major way. I think they should be really using a 50-50 dose of Tyler Algier and Bijan Robinson and using Bijan more in the receiving game because I think that's where he can really tear teams apart. Uh, mm-hmm. de- but. Eventually, Taylor Heineke has to come in for this Atlanta team. Taylor Heineke is the better quarterback than Desmond Ritter. And a little inside information for you guys. I may have to cut this out, but a little inside information. Uh, Little Birdie told me, uh, cough, cough, Tyler Algier, got word from a source around the BYU world. Uh, Back in April, they were talking about, oh, yeah, like they were excited for Taylor Heineke when he signed. And he was like, oh, yeah, Taylor Heineke, dude, that's going to be dope. He's our starting quarterback. And then there, and then someone else that I know had to tell him, no, they're starting Desmond Ritter. And he goes, what? Why? Oh, no. He sucks. Oh, that's brutal. From that Tyler, is brutal. This is from Tyler Algier himself. Like, I'm that's dead brutal. serious. That's found actually it, brutal. Found, that's this, found this out yesterday. But if you're the Falcons, do you think they would actually pull the trigger on benching Ritter? I, I think they would have to like yes. think they've been yes. competitive in enough games to actually yes. have a shot. Yes, I think you do pull the trigger and bench Ritter. I think there. I think that leash is a lot shorter than people realize because he wasn't a first round quarterback. There's not a huge financial commitment. There's not a yeah. lot invested into Ritter, and you need to win games. You have a good team in in a bad division. Like this is go time. The Saints lost their quarterback. The Bucks are bad. They're not a good team. The Panthers are a bad team right now. This is the time if you're the Falcons. You can't afford to lose games. Uh, with that being said, with Desmond Ritter playing still, as long as Desmond Ritter's playing, I'm going to fade him. Give me Jags minus three at home in London. I love that, Carter. I love that. Um, my pick's going to be Baltimore Ravens, Cleveland Browns under 41. That's what I'm rolling with this week. We talked about it earlier. We hit on it. 
talk about the run game. It's going to be a rock fight. Both defenses are pretty good, especially Cleveland's. There's going to be red zone turnovers. There's going to be defensive stops, forcing field goals. That clock is going to run. I love the under here. It's going to be a rock fight. And even though, you know, Nick Chubb's out, J.K. Dobbins out, they're both out for the year, I still think there's going to be relying on the run. So I like the under here. The clock's going to keep moving. And, yeah, divisional game, so give it to me. Dylan? Love both of those plays. Am I like on? Okay. Love both of those plays. Um, I'm going Raiders plus five and a half. We already talked about it a little bit. Chargers allowing the second most yards per play, allowing the most pass yards per play, which is uh, I would not have expected that. But Raiders here, I have them as a favorite. Take the spread. They win the game. There we go. I love it. That's our podcast parlay this week. It's a three-legger. Raiders plus five and a half. Jags minus three in London. Baltimore, Cleveland under 41. Six to one right there. I love this play. I love this. I love this. I know, Connor, you weren't – I mean, you know, we had questions about the Raiders play. We did. But five and a half is a lot of points against this crappy Chargers team. I've been convinced. Dylan did a great job selling his pick during this breakdown. I like it. Use all your risk-free parlay boosts, all everything you get like risk-free from all these sports books. Put $20, $25 on that. Have you a nice payday. It's, it's going to hit. Speaking of that, I think I like this one more. Is our anytime touchdown parlay? My pick is Josh Jacobs. I've already talked about it. There's no more explanation that Josh Jacobs is going to run all over this Chargers team. He's going to get in the end zone. Give me Josh Jacobs. Anytime touchdown. I like that a lot. Um, I'll hit next here. Colts, Colts Rams this week. I'm targeting that game. I like Kyron Williams. Colts run defense is nothing to write home about. The Rams have clearly made Kyron Williams the lead back. He's the only one getting carries for them right now. They traded Cam Akers away. Lamar Jackson ran two in against the Colts. I like Kyron Williams here because he does play a little bit out of the backfield as well. They, they've targeted him on some screen passes, a little short dump downs. They've also been hanging it off to him at the goal line. So I like Kyron Williams this week. I don't have official odds on it yet, but I think it'll be I think it'll be plus odds for sure. Dylan. Jamar Chase. Joe Burrow's back. We saw it last, last week. Apparently all it takes is for him to play on an aggravated calf injury to look like a competent quarterback. So Jamar Chase was his number one guy. Will continue to be his number one guy. Kind of – Kind of chalky, but I think it's like plus 125, plus 135. And the Titans pass defense, bad, really bad. So, Jamar Chase. I love you it. That, this is this is, a, this is a heavy hitter one right here. I know it's a very chalky parlay, but it feels so right, doesn't it? It doesn't does. It feel right. And you can't ask for Josh Oliver plus 1,000 every week. Those are gems that Dylan pulls out. Like Once in a while, he'll give you one of those gems. We got to go back to the board here with some of these. Okay, but but – Screw Tank Bigsby and the Jaguars for not letting Travis Etienne run it in. Just got to put it's that okay. out there. It's okay. Javante Williams was a square pick, too, and that was ridiculous. Broncos offense is a dumpster fire. I will never Javon- be doing that. Javante Williams is just, they hate. Red zone Javante Williams does not exist. They love Samaj P. Ron. They love him. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, anyhow, all right, that's the anytime touchdown parlay this week. I don't know the odds on it. We The odds aren't out on FanDuel or any of the other books yet, so we'll get it on the graphic. Follow us at CarterCast on all social media, at Wilkerson Dylan, at Connor Square Sparrow, at CarterB8. But uh, done with the NFL? Move on to college football? Let's get it. All right, let's do college football now. We're going to start off. We're going to Boulder. This is a 10 a.m. mountain time kickoff, local time. 10 a.m. That is criminal. Criminal if you live in Boulder. You're a Colorado fan. You're going to this game. I don't I don't like that this game's at 10 a.m. local time. I don't think that's fair. Uh, the spread right now, USC, Colorado, USC on the road, minus 21 and a half. 
up to 74 and a half on some books. I'm seeing 73 and a half crazy high total reminiscent of the uh, Ole Miss Alabama game that we all took the over on when it was like 80 points and just the saddest thing ever. It got to like 35 total, I think. Oh yeah. That was dead within the first 10 minutes. We, we knew that. This is sneaky, a weird game. You mentioned it, noon kickoff, but 10 a.m. local time. USC's used to playing at like 10 p.m. Eastern time. So this is gonna. This is where weird things happen. That's why I'm staying off the spread. I really thought it would jump up more to like USC minus 24, closer to that number. It stayed 21 and a half. I don't feel great about either side of this. I also don't feel great about the total. I mean, I honestly might just take the over. Noon kickoff, there might just be points every possession. I don't trust USC's defense, that's for sure. We saw Colorado just roll over against Oregon. If anything, I'm taking the over here, but just because it's such a high number, I don't know. What do you think, Dylan? Um, I here. hate the game. No, not over. Definitely not. You, no, I will. You, you, hate, you hate the game because you hate fun. <laughs> this game's not – what's fun about this game? What do you mean? How is this game not fun? We have interesting personalities. We have the best quarterback in college football playing. There's going to be a zillion points scored in this game. I don't know if there's going to be – I don't know. I, I the, think this is – I'm not saying the over is going to hit, but I'm saying that it is going to be in the 50s at least. Yeah, I don't think the game will be close, but I do believe that Colorado's scoring ceiling is higher this game than it was last week at Oregon. Uh, yes. Oregon actually, Oregon has a little bit of a defense. Um, USC, I mean, it is just non-existent. So I have really no take. I, I'm kind of glad we're, we're kind of hopping off the Colorado hype train. Uh, I'm, I was kind of tired of seeing all that stuff, but I, I do like Dion. Um no take here though. I'm just I probably won't watch this game. What what this is Oh, you got to watch right? it. You what? have to watch it, Dylan. You have to watch this game. Come on. This one's at 12? Yeah. Um I have to get stats guy on it, but this probably I just I don't stats. care about this game. It means stats, nothing. It will, it's I not going to make a screen. I just hit I just texted uh on Slack to stats department. They just got back to me. Uh you want to know the other noon games? Yeah. Uh, I'll give you the big ones. Utah State, UConn. <laughs> that one's not making it. <laughs> uh, Texas A&M, Arkansas. No. Penn State, Northwestern. Yeah. No, what? Dylan. You're a sicko. No, you're a sicko. No. I got I to gotta see what's up with this Drew Aller guy. Against, Against Northwestern? Northwestern who's, they're a 27-point favorite. So? All right. What do you mean? Clemson, I still got to Clemson- Clemson Syracuse. That'll make it. That'll be a good game. I'll watch that one. USC Colorado. South no. Alabama James Madison. I'll watch that one. <laughs> I got Flor- futures invested in that one. And then Florida Kentucky. Yeah, I'll watch that one. There you go. There's my four. <laughs> oh wow. That oh, there's brutal. not. There's not two screens. You have a quad box and then one other screen. Um. Oh, see, try to come up with something funny. I'm not quick enough. Come on, Dylan. Yep, there it is. Well, I know it's because that five I be doing on my other it's screen. That, it's that five five a.m. two mile run. Well, he's got the quad box yeah. card, and he's got Amy Schumer uh, highlights running on the other one. <laughs> this he liked the comedy special so much. So I'll I'll be playing Magic the Gathering on my iPad. <laughs> the thing is, I, that's exactly what's that. going to happen. That's just that's not like a bit or anything. That's going to happen. <laughs> You're listening to, to Jake and the whatever the hell they were. Black, Black Jake and the Carnies. While yeah, playing Black, Settle- Black Jake and the playing, Carnies. Yeah, while playing Settlers of Catan. <laughs> Catan. Oh, man. Those are the days. 
there's gonna be people on here listening. They're like, it's Catan. <laughs> okay, keep it up. At, keep it up, and I'll unleash my Pegasus Courser on you guys. Oh I'll no! Really make fun re- of Magic the Gathering. I'll release my Gyarados. That's a Gyarados. Pokemon what clears Magic the Gathering. Pokemon. I've Pokemon. never played a second of Magic the Gathering. I'm not gonna lie. No, no, not playing Magic the Gathering. Pokemon clears. Anyhow, but, but Colorado USC. Uh, this is gonna be a fun game. Like this is a must watch game. If you're into the college football, yep. if you're into college football, you're into the college football landscape, and you have to watch this game. This is why I'm convinced Dylan doesn't actually watch Caleb Williams. That's not a bad take. Watching watching Caleb Williams play against teams like Colorado, Arizona, I might as well just be watching a pro day at his college where there's no defenders. You know when they're doing all the backflip, twirls, spin throws? I might as well want to be watching. Well, because well that, pro, that pro day got Zach Wilson taking second overall, so come on. <laughs> I well, can't argue okay, with that. Okay, okay, sure. okay. Sorry, yeah, sorry, and, sorry. And also, oh, back off. Yeah, yeah, chill, chill, chill. Zach Wilson didn't play anybody. Their hardest team was Coastal Carolina, but that's a different story. Um. I don't know what I I want to have. This is a game you want to have something on so bad, but you don't like feel comfortable enough about taking either side of the total, yep. taking either side. Like, like I lean wanting to, you know, shout out Grant here, USC minus 12 and a half, but I could see Colorado coming out hot out of the gate. We saw USC come out slow against Arizona state last week. I mean, that was, was within one score at halftime right. on the road altitude in Boulder. Like, I don't know. This is a stay away from the betting perspective. I think it's just going to be a fun game to watch, as lame as that is to say. No, I completely agree. There's not a side, there's not a total that I feel good about in this game. I can't justify betting any of it from my perspective because the total is such a high number, you could look like an idiot betting the over and when there's 40 total points, or they could come out and score 50 in the first half and you're looking great. But, like I don't even know what to but, do. But it would be pretty awesome hitting an over 73 and a half. It, it would be. It would and be I, sweet. I can't get suckered in. I'm better than that this year, Carter. I'm better than that. Come on. Yeah, I don't think I am. I don't think I am. Lord forgive me. I'm going back to that old me. I'm going. I'm using that meme <laughs> right here. Give me the over. Give me the over. Oh no. Give me the over. Yep. Yep. It's not well, going into the college football podcast parlay, by the way, guys. We're okay there. We have an underpick this week, but give me the over. Give me the over. USC Colorado. I'm going to regret it. Hitting- I already. Re- I already regret saying that. What makes but hitting I, over seventy? What makes hitting over seventy three and a half more special than anything else? It it, it all hits the bank Dylan, account just Dylan, the same. Hey, hey, Dylan, you know how good it feels hitting those like under Iowa thirty threes. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah, the difference is one's good football <laughs> and one's not. One, oh, yeah, 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 good yeah, the, I, yeah. The, the Iowa football don't. sucks. Yeah, I, I, I can watch paint dry. I'd rather watch Peppa Pig than watch Iowa offense. I thought Kate McNamara was going to be something special this year. That's what I was told in the preview show. What's going on uh, there? They're, they're averaging six more points a game from last year. So what they have? What oh, they have from, from negative from negative three. I said they were going to be better, didn't I? I didn't say how much. <laughs> that uh, offense are better than Wisconsin. Not as good as gone with that contract. <laughs> no, he he got he got us there. I, I got to give him that. Um, Connor, you you didn't have anything on this one, did you? No, I'm staying off both sides of this. I really can't justify either side. This is a true, true stay away. Just fun to watch, like you said. Like, 
legacy game for me. Oh, you know, I mean, if Dylan, I mean, if you wanted to get back in on the punishments, I know we said we excluded you, oh but my God. I, I'll let you in on this under here. I'll let you in on this under. I'm giving you, I'm giving you a lot of points. I want to, st- I don't, I don't want to watch this game. I want to stay as far away from <laughs> yeah, that's why you as t- possible. But that's the whole point in betting unders is you just don't watch the game. No, because see, but you're approaching it from a viewpoint of unders not being fun. For me, I like watching under games, and that's why we all mesh so well together. We all bring different things yeah. to the table. Hey, I Dylan, college bat, Dylan, college basketball is coming up in just about a month or so. Let me introduce you to Tony Bennett, Virginia basketball. <laughs> oh, I love it. One twenty four, one twenty. I love oh. it. That's that's a reach. My hero. That's generous. Very. That's a very high Virginia team total. Or hey, you uh, get total you get twenty four seconds um, for a reason. Yeah, let's move on. Let's uh, let's go to Austin. Let's do Kansas Texas. This game I am very 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 excited about. This is the game of the week in my opinion. Like obviously game day is going to be in Durham. That's awesome. First time in Durham. Uh, this USC Colorado game is going to be the clicks game. It's going to get all the views, all the TikToks, all that. But like foot like. Man, I love this Kansas team. I'm obviously biased towards this Kansas team. Uh, they beat my sweet, sweet Cougs last week. Uh, Texas is minus 16.5 right now on the road at Texas. I already took Kansas plus 17.5 and, and 17. I'm all in on this Kansas team. Rock Chalk Jayhawk, baby. Jalen Daniels is going to walk into Austin. I don't think they win, but I do think it's within one score of this game. I think 17 is a wildly ridiculous spread. We've seen Texas play teams like Wyoming close until the fourth quarter. I I agree with you here, Carter. I think Kansas, this is a huge number. And whenever I see a number this big, my first thought is, okay, do I really trust the favorite, even though they're at home, to blow them out and have no doubt about it like that late in the game? Because... So many times a spread like this, you see a team come down and score a garbage time touchdown to cut it to a 13-14, which is meaningless for the winning team. But to all the people who take the favorite minus 17, that ruins their bet. I don't trust Texas to be up by that much in the fourth quarter with eight minutes left when they inevitably stop trying when they're up three scores, if that happens. I like Kansas to cover here. I do. I think Kansas' offense is pro- prolific. They put up 38 on BYU. Not that they have much of a defense. 31 no, they on Nevada. Do. They do. BYU's defense is, is good. But also, that, that okay. stat is – and also, in defense of the Cougs, that stat's a little inflated because they did have two defensive touchdowns. So, go on. Fair. Well, 31 on Nevada, 34 in Illinois, and 48 in their opener against who's at Montana State. So, like, they can put up points. Texas, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I like Kansas to cover. But that's the interesting th- part about this. Let's talk about who Texas has played. I know we're doing reading schedules here. Who has Texas played? Rice week one, Bama, Wyoming, Baylor. None of them. None of them are prolific offenses. Yes, you can say, oh, well, Rice put up points against Houston. Houston stinks. They're terrible. Bama. T- Bama's offense is not an explosive offense this year. It is ground and pound, run the ball with Jalen Milrow. This Kansas team – that. Texas has not gone up against an offense like this Kansas team this year. I love Kansas here every which way. Give me the Jayhawks. I already sprinkled the money line. I got the plus 17. Very excited. This is must-watch TV for me. 1.30 Mountain Time for me. I am going to be on the couch glued into this game. Yeah, well, I'm with you guys. Love love Kansas here. I think it's uh, – this Kansas team resembles Wyoming, but they're better. So they really focus on the run game. Their defensive line is really good at blocking for the run. Um, And that always is going to favor the underdog. Whenever you can run the ball well, eat the clock up, that just lowers, lowers, 
narrows the window for the favorite to pull away. That's one reason why I like Kansas. Um, I go and get the TikTok clip ready. Boop. I think Kansas wins. I think they beat Texas. Texas has really been a product of their schedule, and their only tough game was Alabama. Again, like we said, not really buying into them. Um, Kansas is going to run the ball often. They're going to run the ball well, and I, I think they'll I think they'll beat this Texas team. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I'm all in on this Kansas team. I've been all year. My favorite preseason bet was Kansas over five and a half, six, six and a half wins. This Kansas team's legit. You all know I have Kansas to win the Big 12, 48 to one. I've been all in, and I think they can beat this Texas team. This is going to be a close game. I don't see Texas blowing this team out. This is not a Baylor. This is not a Rice. This isn't even a Wyoming. This is a legit Kansas team that can compete for a Big 12 title. I truly believe that. They showed it again last week against a competent BYU team as well. I'm all in on Kansas. I'm taking the money line with you there too, and the plus 17, obviously. I don't see a world in which this game is decided by less or by more than 10 points. There's no way either side pulls away by more than 10 points. Or Kansas, Kansas, off- win- Kansas might win by 21. No, no, no. Maybe stop Kansas, that. Maybe Kansas covers the minus 16 and a half alternate spread. Some are asking about the odds on that. What is that? Minus five or plus 5,000, perhaps? Um, Some are saying I think free money. Kansas's offense is prolific enough to hang around with this Texas team. I really do. I don't see them going down by 17 and then staying there. There's no way. So I like Kansas it- here, too. If you haven't watched Jalen Daniels yet, this is going to be your introduction to him. Uh, yes, that Texas front that f- Texas front seven's very good. You're about to see the Jalen Daniels show. He is so fun to watch. He is so fun to watch. Uh, let's move on though. College game day is in Durham, Wallace Wade Stadium. The undefeated team in this matchup is Duke, not Notre Dame. This is crazy. Obviously, we didn't get to do a recap with the Notre Dame Ohio State game really. There's really not much to say about that game besides the fact that I know it's old news. If you're listening to this, you're like, I probably listened to five other podcasts that already talked about this game. I didn't, I think I just liked both teams from that game. That was the only takeaway I had. Yeah, I think that's fair. Dylan? Yep. Those teams play 10 times. I would say each one wins five. That's about how evenly matched those teams are. Yeah, I, I think they're both very good teams. Uh, but anyhow, uh, talking about this game, Duke-Notre Dame, college game day in Durham, Wallace-Wade Stadium, first time ever. Uh, Wall, Duke, it, Duke is a fortress. Some are saying Duke is the hardest place to play in the country. I'm not necessarily saying that. Just some people are saying that. Maybe I am saying it. Maybe Duke, maybe Duke is harder to play than, like, the Big House or, you know, Utah. So, you know, those kind of places. You know, those Keenan. small schools. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, those small schools. Um, but anyhow, it's uh, it's Notre Dame minus five and a half. Uh, shout out the Raiders and uh, over under 52. <laughs> Duke, it's all Duke here, baby. This Duke team, we saw like they played under the lights, they played under the primetime national television game already against yes, Clemson's not a great team, yes, it was a weird game, but they played under the lights, they played under national televised game. Everybody was watching. They've seen this pressure before. This isn't foreign, and they've done it this year with this team, with this coach. I like Duke to cover the number, and I think Duke ends Notre Dame's college playoff chances. Wow. I, I'm i shocked you're saying that, Carter, because the Clemson game from a Duke perspective was it was special. It was eye-opening. That was almost a month ago. What have we seen Duke do since then? They've played Lafayette, you, you, Northwestern, yeah, and UConn. Like, yeah, and guess what? Guess what? What are you supposed to do against those teams? 
And they have. They've beat them convincingly. They've they beat them out. They dominated them. Lafayette, 42-7. Northwestern, 38-14. And that should have been a bigger score. Northwestern got two garbage touchdowns. Duke, for, Duke 41-7 against UConn. Like, they did what they were supposed to do against the bad teams. They don't play down to their competition. And they play up to their competition. This Duke team is for real. This, this isn't a joke. Like, we talk, we're talking Kansas and Duke football on this show. Those are the teams we're talking about now. This is real. This is happening. And what do you? What is Duke supposed to do against a bad schedule? Like it, it, I'm not saying they have, teams, but but then like teams like Carolina, you know, they have to take apps over. Oh, here we go. Like, yeah, here we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not saying oh, no. Duke's done anything wrong. They've played. They've played their schedule. They've played who's but they, in front but of them. Say, but but but, 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 but listen, I'm not done. But they have not played a good team since Clemson. So that's why I'm worried that they're kind of comfortable right now. They're kind of comfortable. They're coasting. We're on top of the world. Game day is coming. There's no way we can lose. We're, we got the, all the hype behind us. I don't think they're really understanding who they're playing. Notre Dame just came off a war against Ohio State. A war. You think they wanted to lose that game? There's going to be a bad taste in their mouth. They're going to roll into Durham and say, oh, this Duke hype, it's got to go. No way we're getting two losses this year. Give me Notre Dame minus five and a half. All right, that's the punishment bet this week. I mean, give I'm me going, Notre Dame minus five and a half. Give me, give me Duke plus five and a half. That's the punishment bet this week. We'll talk about the punishment after we analyze this game real quick. But you just you fired me but, up right but, there. But you said, like, okay, what like what has Duke even done since then? They didn't play down to any of these teams. Yes, they're not good teams. I'm not saying they're even they're not even like remotely average team. They are bad right. teams. Right. But they did what they were supposed to do. They didn't play with their food at all. They don't do that. Like Mike Elko does not like he goes into this game. We they, they go into these games competitive. They don't play down. They don't get blown out by these teams. But that Carter, it's it, it's natural. I'm not faulting Duke for who they've played and what they've done in those games. They they have won convincingly, and that's a, a great sign of a good team. But it's just natural for a team when you play three bad teams in a row. They haven't played a good comp competitor in almost a month. It's just natural for you to get comfortable, get complacent. You're not you're not playing that high level competition every weekend. There's been such a long cutoff break since they played Clemson. It's going to take them at least a half to get back into it. That's why I kind of like Notre Dame or, first half. Or or this is what they've been playing for. This is what they've Maybe. been ready for. This is what they, mm. they, when you saw the schedule, they said Clemson, Notre Dame. That's what we have circled. That's our season defining program defining games. That's what we're focused on. It's going to be what kickoffs at seven thirty Eastern time, nighttime kickoff. The lights are going to be bright. We're going to have Kirk Herbstreit, Chris Fowler on the call. This like they're not going to come out sluggish in this game. The adrenaline is going to be pumping. What I'm worried prob- about is is like a dumb mistake where it's like they have too much adrenaline and they're coming out of the gate hot. I was going to say a huge primetime game in Durham National TV. They already did it. They arrival. already won. Let's see. They, no, they beat look, Clemson on a on ESPN standalone game primetime to open the college football season. They did it already this season. I was just thinking whenever there was this much hype around Duke and basketball for Coach K's retirement game, and then I was just wondering they came out flat. No, Coach K hype was like through, <laughs> through my camera recording. You guys can't even see my arm right now because it would be through the ceiling. Then like the Duke football hype is right here. And now if Duke la, la, wins this game, yeah. that if Duke wins this game, they got to play NC State. That's yeah. going to be one of the grossest games of all time. La, last thing I'll say about this before I let Dylan go. I wouldn't be saying all this and feel as confidently about Notre Dame if Notre Dame didn't just come off that gut-wrenching loss against Ohio State. Like they're gonna they're gonna come out gunning for Duke's heads. And I just I just don't know if I can trust Duke football. And they might prove me wrong, but I don't know if I can trust them to take out Notre Dame, this powerhouse. We all love Sam Hartman Heisman preseason coming off a loss like that. Like there's gonna be a bad taste in their mouth. I think they come out and punch Duke in the mouth. Dylan, get Co- Connor, let me talk to you real quick. Carter, you don't you don't have to listen to this part of the conversation. Connor you think it's kind of weird that Carter said that 
Clemson and Notre Dame are going to be the two games that Duke gets up for when they have Florida State and North Carolina on their schedule. That sounds like someone that maybe didn't look I mean, at the whole schedule. Uh, I don't know. That might be someone maybe. that doesn't know Duke's football schedule. <laughs> maybe. Connor, maybe. Connor, do you hear those that? Those are the first two games. Connor? Oh, I, Connor, I just heard Carolina-Duke rivalry in football now. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I might have heard like a little chirp or something about, I don't know, Clemson, Notre Dame. Nah, Florida State <laughs> ranked fifth. You know I, feel like that, I feel like that's a circle yes, game. Yes, that is the big game. But this is – Hello? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. Hello? Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, there we go. Sorry, there was a weird delay there. What did you just say? Sorry, I cut out there. Uh, He said Florida State ranked fifth. Florida State State ranked fifth, but Duke's not looking forward to that game. They don't have that game circled, but they sure do have Clemson. That's like three – that's three weeks away. Well, there was a point – there was a point at the beginning of the season when Notre Dame was three weeks away. This is not a – this is not a look-ahead game. Yeah, when it was three weeks away, you know who they were playing is Louisiana Lafayette. But you're you're saying these games that Duke looked forward to. They're looking forward to Florida State. They're yes. circling Florida State. They're circling. Yes, North they Carolina. are looking forward to that. But I'm sa- yes, you can circle. Okay, if you can circle two games, why can't you circle four? That's what I'm asking you. Why can't Duke you go undefeated? You listed I'm two games. That. You listed say- Clemson and you listed Notre Dame. You didn't mention Florida State. I'm not saying that they. I, I'm not saying that they're not circling Florida State and North Carolina. Obviously, those are huge games. But the first two games of the season—that's what we're talking about. Why do I care about talking about Florida State? We'll talk about that in three weeks. And I'll I say, and I'll say the exact same thing. I'm going to say, I'm going to say the exact same thing. I'm going to say, oh well, Duke looks forward to this Florida State game. They had this scheduled on their calendar all season long because Florida State was a preseason ACC favorite, and they're playing in Tallahassee. Then when we were just talking, when you just said that they had circled Notre Dame and they had circled Clemson, why didn't you throw in Florida State? Why didn't you throw in North Carolina? Because it does. Because this is what we're talking about. We're talking about Notre Dame and also Carolina. Yes, it's a rivalry game, but Carolina is going to lose a couple because Carolina's played absolutely nobody. So putting that out there. Oh, Minnesota, we don't have to go. Into- Minnesota is bad. App State is, and they beat them. They beat App Minnesota State- convincingly. App State's going to win by two tu- two touchdowns this week. I'm just putting that out there. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Dylan. Dylan, sing music to my ears. Tell me Notre Dame minus five and a half. Come on. Say it. Well, I don't have a side, but I will say. No. Oh. Uh, I, I love the under. Love the under here. Both teams love to run the ball. Both bottom 40 in college football in plays per game. No team. Neither of these teams are in any rush to get plays off. Uh the Notre Dame rush defense has just a itsy bitsy tiny edge on Duke's rush defense. That's that is really the only edge I could find. Is that worth five and a half points? Uh, I will let you guys decide. Obviously, one of you says yes, one of you says no. So if I were to pick a side, Duke, I would pick a side, I would go Notre Dame. Duke run defense is sneaky, sneaky good. Dwayne Carter. NFL. It is good. Um, it is good. The 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 gap is very small between those two for run defense. It's just a very little Notre Dame. I also will say I can almost guarantee you that Notre Dame is never going to have less than eleven players on the field. <laughs> they won't. They won't <laughs> let that happen. Start again. getting like thirteen four. What if we start getting like 13, 14 players on the field? Yeah, like, I'd good. rather. I'd rather just take the penalty than get screwed on. <laughs> just this. be safe. Just to be safe. <laughs> uh, going back to last year though with Marcus Freeman. They, you know, first game of the season, you lose to, you lose to Ohio State, then they lost to Marshall. 
Yeah, no, that's true. I just feel like Sam Hartman like, went in there. I think this Notre Dame team's a little bit better than last year. They're no, they're not a little bit. They're a lot better than last year. Okay, I think that right, team right. last year wasn't very good. I just wanted to point that out there. I do think there is a little bit of a hangover dejection about it, but I don't think Notre Dame should feel that way because if Notre Dame wins out, clearly in the playoff. I mean, if your only loss is Ohio State, you're clearly in the playoff. And I'm not saying Duke is going to for sure win this game. I do think they cover the spread. I think this is a close game. I could see Notre Dame breaking Duke fans' heart on a last-second field goal. Like, that seems very real in this one. Like, nice 2017 game. That It's a little Big Ten football if you ask me, actually. A last-second field goal to cover the minus 5.5? No. Oh, I'd love it. Why would a last-second field goal cover the minus 5.5? Well, if they're up by three, and then there's like ten, you know, but just the last it. second of time expires. Why would you? Yeah, you just take a knee. <laughs> Bad math. Well, they they Bad would math. they would. Marcus Freeman's a gambling guy. Come on, he knows. He knows. Him and Sean McVay have been in cahoots. I mean, shout shout out you for getting me that plus three and a half with Notre Dame. I'll just I'll just say that. But no, anyhow. no, no. no. <laughs> uh, but anyhow, we got to talk punishment now. If I'm on Duke plus five and a half, you're on Notre Dame minus five and a half. I'll go through the list. I'll talk about what we have. Some of these are pretty bad. Let's hear it. I'd love to hear the options. Uh, a get ready with me vlog posted on the Carter cast TikTok page. That's brutal. Let's keep going. Uh, we, we lost Dylan here for a second. Dylan, can you hear us? There he is. He's back. We're good. Uh, you're probably watching the recording. You're like, wait, what happened to Dylan? You're like, or he probably looks fine, but we didn't see him, but that's okay. Uh, get ready with me vlog. Um, go to a local town hall meeting. (laughs) Okay. And, and and write an article about it on the website. Mm, that's a good one. I actually don't hate, That would be interesting. Yeah, actually, that might be fun. Uh, run a mile in Birkenstocks for five days straight. I can't do that. My, my I'm not sacrificing my Achilles for that. Uh, Venmo, a listener of the show, $50. A lot of people are going to like that one. Ooh, oh, wow. I like that one. That's a new one. I like that one. Uh, you have... You have to watch the entire rerun of Virginia Tech versus Wake football with no phone. Oh, the the, the, the one the, the zero, famous zero, picture, Frank Beamer. Yeah, the Frank Beamer zero zero. I did oh that my last God. Sunday. <laughs> I was that at the shock game. me. That is brutal. Okay, I'll start that one. That's a good one. Yeah, I was at I was at the Wake Virginia Tech game. You lucky son of a gun. Oh. <laughs> And I was with Virginia Tech fans, so that's even funnier. Uh, we we can keep. I got a few more. Uh, watch Super Bowl Fifty full rerun, no phone. I, that's not fair. That's torture. That's not okay. I that's horrible. Yeah. Okay. Um, this one says watch Villanova versus Carolina when Villanova hits the final shot. Uh, watch Coach K's retirement that, party. I do. I watch that Villanova game every night before I go to sleep. I mean, I wake. <laughs> We can watch the Duke Carolina Final Four game. Guess who blew the biggest lead in halftime in national championship history? That's fine. I don't care. North Carolina Tar Heels. I I still have the Snapchat from I still have a Snapchat from you when you uh, woke up the next morning. You looked like you wanted to die. So I did. Anyhow, (laughs) um, another one was get on TikTok Live until you solve an entire puzzle. That's a pretty good one. I kind of, I'm kind of leaning towards the town. How often are town hall meetings? I don't know. I don't even know how to look these up. See, that uh, would be a good one. I actually like usually what, twice a month. Usually twice a month on Tuesdays. 
All right. I thank goodness we have Fox News Dylan here to help us out. My goodness. I'm, mi- I'm missing the Republican debate right now. That one. I, I can hear I can hear you watching in the background. Uh, watch uh, the other. I had two more. Watch Brokeback Mountain with no phone. Eh, that'd be. Eh. Uh, Duolingo every day for forty five minutes for a week straight. Oh I like that gosh. one. And you have to come to the and you have to come to the podcast and open up with like a like a thirty second to a minute like whatever language you're doing and you have to speak it in that language. Let me think about this. How long does the article for the town hall have to be? How many words? 500? I was going to say 500. I don't what do you think, Dylan? Uh, ta- town hall, dude, that's... And plus, like, y- you just moved to a place <laughs> you've never been to, really. I know. I would just be sitting there taking notes the whole time like a weirdo. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't... It doesn't D- make Dil- sense Dylan, Dylan, help us out here. What do you like? What are your favorites? I like the, I like the Duolingo one. That's, oh, brother. that's pretty rough but you gotta you have, have to some pay sort for of confirmation some sort of screenshot you send or post on twitter or something to prove that you did the lessons yeah, there has yeah. To be. duolingo duolingo does do that they do do the lessons or whatever 45 minutes is so long at duolingo i would be fluent in spanish if i did that in a week i guys i've been logging eight plus hour days on data camp you can do 45 minutes on duolingo um <laughs> If you have a subscription I can use, Carter, I'll do that. I don't have a subscription. I, I, I'm i just glad you didn't say the Get Ready With Me vlog. That's the one I was worried about the That's most. brutal. That one's brutal. That might be too much. <laughs> that, so we're, we're down to the local town hall. Uh, Venmo a listener, $50. TikTok live until you solve a puzzle and Duolingo for 45 minutes between those four. We can put a poll. Do we it. Poll Twitter. Do, yeah, Twitter poll. Yeah. I like that. Mm. Everyone's going to choose the $50. Don't put that as an option then. Do, do the other three. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's just going to choose the $50. You're going to be like, yeah, screw these idiots. I, I say a Twitter poll. I don't care. I don't care if Connor or Carter learn how to learn how to speak three We're sentences bettering in ourselves. Spanish. See, we'd be learning about the town. We'd be learning about the issues that, that the people want to bring to the forefront. We'd be learning another language. This what is I'm, you know, doing I'm a hearing, puzzle, mental I'm, stimulation. What I'm hearing from the you know the sparrow nest over there is that it sounds like you kind of want to go to this town hall meeting. I actually might go anyways. Dylan's got me thinking now. Tuesday, <laughs> first Tuesday of the month is coming up next week, so I might just need to go get involved. Honestly, a PTA meeting. Oh, PTA meeting's good. Yep, schedule a parent teacher conference. Lie about having a kid in the class. Uh, does anybody anybody else have any other ideas? We might have to just do the Twitter poll. I like the Twitter poll, yeah, and we can decide what the options are. Yeah, I like what, what what are the options? We got to decide this right now while people are listening. Duolingo town hall meeting. Um, and then I think I think the Wake Virginia Tech rewatch zero zero. I think that one's gonna win if we put it out there. Okay, I- I'm All fine right. with any of those three. I think that's a right. good, I think it was a good option. Right. I think it was a good option. All right, that that that'll be the punishment this week. It won't be on the TikTok or anything, but it'll be on the Twitter poll. It'll be on the Twitter poll. So we got to drive I'll, engagement somehow. I'll I'll put I'll put it up on my Twitter personal Twitter at Carter B eight. Follow at Carter B eight. Uh, we'll retweet it on all the accounts. Post it. Go go vote and uh, decide Connor's punishment. So anyhow, actually, uh, okay, no, go Irish. Okay. No, go ahead. No, no you're no, right. No, decide no, my no, punishment. Yeah. Decide my no, punishment. It's okay. There's no way I no. win. 
No, it's okay. The Vikings are going to win this week by double digits. Notre Dame's going to win by 20-plus. It's mm-hmm. it's already mm-hmm. over. It doesn't even matter. Uh, all right, uh, that's it for college football. Let's do the podcast parlay, and let's get out of here. Uh, my pick real quick is going to be Washington, Arizona, under 67.5. Shout out, Dylan, for uh, convincing me into that one. Dylan. I got a lot of plays going through my head. App State, minus 13.5. I can't remember why I took it, but that's what's in the parlay. Yeah, give me – this is a gross one. Everybody hold your nose at this game. Give me Boston College, minus three against Virginia. Don't love Virginia's quarterback controversy. I think they're starting the worst quarterback this week. Boston College, not as bad as their record may indicate, I will say. I think they can cover the three against Virginia. This Virginia team, not very good, shockingly enough. ACC scum of the conference right here. But give me BC, minus three against Virginia. Yeah, and I also like this is a road game. This is in Chestnut Hill. Uh, Virginia has been playing their you know recent games in Charlottesville. Uh, Anthony Calandria, he's not gonna you know I'm I'm all in on the Calandria crew, uh, Calandria gang. I'm all in. So just peep that out for next season when Virginia's win total is like only four or four and a half. That Virginia next year when it's Calandria's team. That's it. But you're right. Tony Musket starting for the Cavaliers. Uh, he stinks. He's terrible. He is not a good quarterback whatsoever. Calandria is the guy. He's memed. He's memed in college football forever now. After that, mm-hmm. that little stance right there. Um, but I love it. Col- Boston College minus three. Uh, that's the podcast parlay this week. It is Boston College minus three. App State minus thirteen and a half. Washington Arizona under sixty seven and a half on Pac twelve after dark. That's it. I love that one. I love it. I love it. I love all the parlays this week. Anything else before we get out of here? College football parlay is a, gr- a gross one this week. I don't know if we've ever had this low profile games in there. I will say that. <laughs> we 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 Connor, you forget. We used to we used to take week zero games a lo- long, true. long time ago, four weeks ago. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> all right. That's it from us today. Follow us on all social media. Vote on the poll. Vote on the poll this week. I'll put it up on Instagram too. Uh, we'll put it up everywhere. We'll, you know, we'll do the averages. We'll mean it out. We'll get stats department Dylan. We'll get an Excel spreadsheet. Get it all labeled out, and then we'll figure out the punishment. Uh, that's it for us. Make sure to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Apple, Spotify, wherever you're listening. YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. Hit that subscribe button. Follow us on all social media at CarterCast, at CarterBA, at Wilkerson A. Dylan, at Connor underscore Sparrow. Let's cash these parlays this week. Bryce Young, comeback season. This is when the Bryce Young hype train begins. We're back, baby. DJ Chark, touchdown. Adam Thielen, touchdown. Hayden Hurst, touchdown. We beat the Vikings by 100 points. Just kidding. The Vikings are definitely going to win that game. And that's it from us. Make sure to subscribe. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see y'all next time have a great football weekend Bye-bye.